Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Wednesday, December 1st, 2021, and we are somehow just like winding this whole thing down. Uh, welcome to the Steaming Pile of Picks podcast, conference championship week in college football, NFL week 13. It blows my damn mind that we started this thing back in mid-August, uh, and we are sitting here in December. I'm Matt, and I'm here with my fearless, brilliant, always insightful co-host, Uncle Steve. How in the hell are we doing, Uncle Steve? Oh, Matty, we're, uh, we're doing good. No football on on Wednesday. Hasn't no. happened in a couple weeks, so turned our attention to uh, some college hoops tonight. Wow, I, I know you do crank up the hoops, so... Uh... Don't forget to follow us on Twitter because uh, we do tend to tweet uh, games on Saturday afternoons when the uh, beers and tequila start flowing. And I feel like Uncle Steve will probably tell me some uh, tweets to put out uh, all college basketball season long. They won't come for me. I can promise you that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I haven't watched a college basketball game in about – seven or eight years, so uh, I, I can't do that. So if they come through the Twitter feed, it, it is definitely Uncle Steve. So what have we learned this week in uh, college football? It's crazy, haven't we, Steve? Well, Coaches just bouncing. <laughs> I was kind of trying to wrap my head around it. Today we had Lincoln Riley leaving for USC report comes out today that Lincoln Riley's assistant at Oklahoma, who is still under contract with Oklahoma, is recruiting for Lincoln Riley at USC. (laughs) So this is going to be a mess. And we got the video of Brian Kelly's nice departure on his uh, Notre Dame team that 11 and 1, probably going to play in a, you know, pretty good bowl not, game. Pretty good bowl game. He year bounced, six. bounced them, told them to meet him at 7 o'clock in the morning. And well, at the end of the video, there was no thanks, coach, no applause, no nothing. He just walked out the door and away he went, which kind of seems like the type of guy he is. So, yeah, yeah, it really does. We'll see how uh, he gets LSU turned around down there we'll see got great recruiting classes to work with so yeah next year should be interesting yeah the money the money thing in college football is blowing my mind I mean I was looking back to give it a Nebraska perspective and they signed Bo Pelini in 2008 for 1.1 million and it was the first million dollar contract in Nebraska history and they're signing these cats for like a hundred million dollars plus buying like, oh, we'll buy your three houses in your current city and we'll buy you a new. I mean, they're 110, $115 million packages. And then just gets a seven year extension. And as long as he wins seven games, it's forever extended in perpetuity <laughs> for a year and a year. And if he wins nine, it gets extended two automatically for life. I mean, it is, it's bananas. Crazy. And then you got the players making money 
and the coach is making more money. And I just, I don't know how you coach that. You know, I think it used to be uh, this all for one, one for all type mentality, but geez, I don't know how you preach that when your coach just bounces the, the morning after finishing 11 and one and go, goes and gets a hundred million dollars somewhere else. So we shall see, man. It's, it's a strange world. And it is. Yes. But I have some wild news for you too, Steve. Last week, the steaming pile of picks podcast, you guest picker, Chris, who the crowd loved. And I went above 50% for the first time all season. Uh, we went uh, 12 and 7, 12 out of 19. So we were 63%. So sorry, listeners. We, we, we went uh, 37% for you last week, but I can't see that uh, continuing. So no, that going... trend will not continue. <laughs> well, we have shown our listeners. I know it kind of seemed like a gimmick at the uh, beginning of the season, but we have, we have shown our listeners 63% is, is not something we're going to hit very often once out of 15 shows uh, so far. So let's roll into the uh, college football championship weekend. Where are you going? Uh, we're going to start out at the uh, pack 10, 12, 12 whatever, <laughs> whatever the hell it is now. Uh, with Utah and Oregon. Points on this are three and 59 and a half. Utah's favored. Um, Oregon's won six of seven. Their offense put up 500 yards last week. 231 rushing. Their defense is uh, a little suspect at times. Uh, Utah here has won eight of nine. Um, they beat Oregon two weeks ago, 38 to seven. Um, did a little research on this game. Neither team had turnovers. Uh, very few penalties in the game. Held Oregon to 63 yards rushing. So looking at that, a clean played game, and they just soundly beat them. I think they do it again. Utah minus three. I got two and a half, man. So you get a hook in that thing. Perfect. Perfect on that. Yeah, that is a uh, odd spread when they met two weeks ago. And it was, like you said, it wasn't weather. It wasn't some crazy um, game where they had five turnovers that we'll, I'll touch on in a little bit with one of my games. But it was uh, actually my first game. But it was just a, it was just a beatdown. So we, we shall see. Um, I am going to start with my damn Roadrunners. Conference USA Championship. Yes, they let me down last week. They were making a little noise about not being ranked higher, even though they were ranked number 15 in the nation. They were undefeated, flying high like Snoop Dogg on a Friday night. And then... They had to make the five-hour drive to Denton, Texas, to take on the mean green of North Texas. And it was raining. It was sucky out. Roadrunners fumbled three of their first four possessions, leading to scores on each one. And they were down 31 to 13 at halftime. And, well, they never dug out of it. So while they can't win the college football playoff, which 
weren't going to get invited anyway. They can still win Conference USA. And I still believe in the Roadrunners. Just four weeks ago, like you just talked about, they beat Western Kentucky 52-46. to 46. Now Western Kentucky is a two-and-a-half-point favorite, but this one's in San Antonio. Um, Western Kentucky is 9-3 and three against the spread, but UTSA is 8-4. and four. So I just got to go with my roadrunners being at home and still having something to prove. Not only am I taking the two-and-a-half points, the roadrunners are going to win this thing. So go UTSA money line at uh, – plus 190 right now there we go steve how'd i know you were going there <laughs> oddly enough I am. <sighs> where are you at next uh we're gonna head to the mac the uh, mac uh, kent state northern illinois uh three and 73 and a half kent state's favorite on this um they won four or five including uh a five-point victory over Northern Illinois on November 3rd. Three of their four games have been over 84. Their offense had uh, 642 yards last week. Their defense had gave up 549 yards last week. Wow. Um, Northern Illinois had 23 yards passing last week. Ooh. 268 yards rushing. D gave up a lot, though. They gave up 636. Jesus. <laughs> okay. But. So where are we going with this ten, thing? 10 of the 12 games they've played this year ended under 73 and a half. I think they're going to run the ball here a lot, control the clock, try and control the clock. I'm going under 73 and a half here. And I have 74 and a half, Steve, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a whole point on that thing. Um, it would seem that a, a team that can rush the ball close to 300 yards, the total would have a hard time getting to 74. So, who knows? I Vegas knows more than me most of the time. But there you go. All right, my next game is going to be the Big 12 championship game. Uh, Baylor versus Oklahoma State. Uh, Okie State is a five and a half point favorite. The totals on this thing, 46 and a half. Um, Okie State enters this game after a bananas win against the Sooners in Bedlam. Um, and an outside, or maybe not so outside, chance of the college football playoff. Um, I believe with a uh, big victory here, I think probably, I don't know. I hate to say it. Sorry, Bearcat fans, but it might happen. Um, Baylor's 10-2. and two. They've won three straight, including a 13-point win against the Sooners. Um, Baylor's only two losses this year are TCU and Okie State back in week five. Um this is another game where both teams, looking at just strictly against the spread, are very good. Okie State's tied for best in the nation at 10-2. and two. Baylor's 8-4, and four, so not too bad. But what sticks out to me in this game is that total. 
46 and a half. Baylor's averaging 33 points per game. Okie State's averaging 32 points per game. 65-ish. Um, and I've seen some games between these teams and go into the 80s and 90s. So um, I like 46 and a half, and the thing might be there by halftime uh, if it's going to go the way I think it is. So over 46 and a half. It was last week. <laughs> they, they can put up points if they need to. So we, we shall see. How about you? Stick to college? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go uh, the ACC championship, which not one person in America predicted this one before the season of Pitt versus Wake Forest. Pitt, Wake Forest, yes. Yeah, we got three and 72 and a half here. Uh, Pitt's won four in a row since their little setback to Miami, how they lost that, not quite sure. Uh, they got Kenny Pickett, an absolute stud quarterback. This guy can throw it around all over the place. Their defense is okay, nothing great. They'll give up some points, but uh, Wake Forest, they start off hot. I think they even got in the top ten at one time, and then they've lost two of four, and they have zero interest in playing defense. So, uh, nice story for Wake Forest here for the year, but it ends here. Pitt's covering this three all day long. Wow. All right. Not buying into the uh, Wake Forest hype. Negative. Negative. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, speaking of championship games uh, that nobody predicted at the beginning of the year, the Big Ten championship game, the uh, Iowa Hawkeyes versus the Michigan Wolverines. No Ohio State in there. No Penn State. We've got just good old slobber knocking football. Um, I rode those squawk eyes that train early on in the season and I rode it a little longer than most and probably shouldn't have. Um, they started out the season six and one against the spread. Um, but then dove drastically as they are currently seven and five. Um, I never did jump on the bandwagon for Michigan though. I just wasn't a believer, but I sat down and watched that Michigan Ohio State game, and you're talking about a football game, a football team that can just run the ball, just straight up people's noses. Like, doesn't matter. And then they can go play some defense. 11 points seems like a lot, but I've got no confidence at all in this Iowa team. So give me the Wolverines covering 11 all day long and just dancing their way into the college football playoff. Yeah. Uh, Hutchinson, he's a stud for sure. He, he, uh, he can I, get it I, done. I saw something today. He's about the third third favorite for the Heisman, which he should be. You know, the other yeah. guys, Bryce Young, and I can't remember who they had. Who the Oh, C.J. Stroud. We're talking all around best college player. He is an I, absolute I, I stud. Yep. I, I, I agree. 
He took over that game last week. Just put the thing on their shoulders and said, let's go. All there right. we are. I'm going to move to the NFL. Oh, NFL we uh, love so much. Yeah. <laughs> We've got uh, the Vikings and the Lions here. Um, right? <laughs> Two teams that not that good. Um, Vikings uh, receivers really good. Uh, probably the best one-two combo out there right now. Uh, Jefferson and Thielen. Um, back-to-back road games. Dalvin Cook is out. I think he's out. It sounded like dislocated shoulder last week. So, um, yeah, Alexander Madison will be there. Correct. Detroit. They've been so close all year. Um, this team doesn't give up. The heartbreak ends this week, Maddie. We're Whoa. Gonna money, we're going to money line the Lions. Oh, got, man. Got that seven-point line. We're going to money line them. It does have that magical minus seven. So, you're going you're gonna to go with that magic of money line. <laughs> I like it. I think that's your first one of the season, isn't it? It is. It is. Damn. All right. Steve, Uncle Steve just went with Detroit Lions getting their first win of the year against the Minnesota Vikings. I, I don't disagree with it, so there you go. <laughs> Not a good sign. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, then I'll switch to the NFL game, and I'm going to go with the Cowboys minus four and a half at New Orleans. Remember when the Mercedes-Benz Dome was the best home field or one of the best home field advantages in the league? Yeah, probably not. Uh, That was when the New Orleans Saints had a different under center. Um, The Saints, uh, they suck. They're just a bad football team. And yes, I know. On Thanksgiving Day, when everybody's watching, everybody assumes the Cowboys are just going to stomp the Raiders. Um, They look like absolute hell. But who really wants to play on Thanksgiving? So there's that motivation factor. And the Cowboys had like seven dudes out with COVID and injuries. And that team just looked like a disaster. Despite that... The Cowboys are the second best team against the spread in the league. Um, eight and three, eight and two before last week on Thanksgiving. And as I mentioned before, the Saints are just terrible. They've dropped four straight games overall. They're five and six against the spread, including four straight, not covering the spread. Um, and one out of their last five covering the spread. And in addition to that, the Cowboys are the second best team in the league against the spread on the road. They're four and one on the road. So it doesn't matter if they're in Jerry world or not, they are uh, covering the spread on the road too. So I got the Cowboys covering four and a half at New Orleans. I think I saw that, uh, Taysom Hill's going to get the start this week. (laughs) That's even better for me, I think. Yeah. He's not really a quarterback. No. No. No, that's uh, 
they won't be throwing the ball much downfield with him. No, no. I mean, maybe there won't be pick sixes and things like that, but uh, yeah, Taysom's not a not a very good quarterback in the NFL. All Where right. are you going? Uh, we're going the Eagles and Jets, six and a half and forty-five here. Uh, the Eagles, we don't know what what they're doing week to week. One week, sure don't. No. <laughs> they look like playoff team next week. They're terrible. So yeah. they've got turnover problems. But, you know, their defense hasn't, hasn't been playing bad all year. And we got the Jets, and we know their offense stinks. Bad. I mean, they're, they're terrible. Uh, defense has been showing some improvement here with uh, Salah, who did a hell of a job at San Francisco as their D coordinator. So I think they're starting to come together. I don't think this game reaches 35, let alone 45. So. We'll go with the Jets under 45 this week. 45 and a half. I got the hook for you, man. Oh, spreadsheet. Like Christmas night. <laughs> night Maddie. Well, it is December, man. Uh, speaking of the coach of the uh, the Jets, um, I did read that article that while he was a grad assistant under Brian Kelly, he uh, got invited to Brian Kelly's house for a Christmas party. Because he was one of the grad assistants, coaches, and he thought he was going to the party. And when he got there, Brian Kelly uh, gave him a shovel and had him shovel everybody's cars out. Uh, <laughs> speaking nice of the guy. type of guy that Brian Kelly is, not nice only guy. is he he not loved by his players, I don't even know that he's loved by his assistant coaches. So, no, good luck, uh, LSU, with Brian Kelly. So. Yeah. All right, man. I'm going to finish off the week at a game I'll be in attendance at. I'm going to uh, our lovely home away from home, uh, Las Vegas. Um, the Raiders um, are a two-and-a-half-point favorite against the Washington football team. Um, the Raiders are – putting up 24 points per game all season long, despite uh, losing receivers to strange things and coaches and everything else. They're consistently putting up 24 points per game. And the Washington football team is all of a sudden on a hot winning streak, winning three straight. Um, but this is a gambling show, so I have to look at the uh, against the spread numbers. And while I love Allegiant Stadium like it's a second home and Sometimes I feel like it is a second home. Um, the Raiders have not done a good job protecting the Death Star against the spread. They're two and four, man. Like, come on. <laughs> you got to do better than that. Uh, Washington football team has a favorable schedule heading down the stretch. And they might even make a little playoff run here. Um, Ron Rivera goes into the desert and covers two and a half on the road to just show me that I should have been a Ron Rivera fan and continued following him instead of following the Panthers. So uh, I got the (laughs) Riverboat Ron uh, has his team believing 
and uh, he he does that. He has a way about him to uh, just kind of get into the end of the season, and they buy in. Now he doesn't have a lot of talent on that thing. I mean, but he's he's going to cover. He might right. not make it out to the game being in Vegas. He, <laughs> he likes to with gamble. A rainbow, exactly. <laughs> he, he might be with me sitting on Fremont Street somewhere on uh, early Sunday morning before the game starts. So I'm going the Washington football team. I'm not going money line, but I'll go plus two and a half covering this thing. It should be a good game, and I sure hope it is uh, sitting in the stands. Any uh, parting words or uh, words of wisdom for the weekend? No, just uh, we're winding down here and kind of a sad time of year, but we'll get there. We will get there, man. It's been a good ride, and we'll continue on through the uh, NFL schedule, some bowl games, things like that. Hopefully we'll pick up a uh, guest picker going forward, but pretty lean slate this week so we just went with uh, the two of us so for uncle steve and uh, myself in the investment world they say that past performance is not always a guarantee of future results but in the real world when you step in it if it smells like it and it looks like it it's probably it good night and uh, happy december <laughs>